The 1031 exchange is one of the most powerful tax advantages built into the real estate asset class ever created, but its relevance just kind of fades away in the context of a self-directed IRA. And that's one good example of a tax benefit that just doesn't matter anymore under the use of a self-directed IRA. We'll dig into that and look a little more closely at some others as well. I am Brian Ellis. Let's take a look. It's time. He's here. Now, broadcasting from SDI Central Command in the depths of his hidden compound located far from the rot of Wall Street and Washington. We've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Self-Directed Investor Talk. This is episode number 259-259. That means you can get the recordings of today's show along with all the notes, links, and resources that we mentioned by visiting selfdirected.org slash 259, selfdirected.org slash 259. We've been talking about the reasons that you should seriously consider never buying real estate in your self-directed IRA. Now, We've been casting a pretty negative shadow over this whole thing of buying uh, real estate in your self-directed IRA. I do have uh, news for you. There's light at the end of the tunnel here. There are even more reasons that you should buy real estate in your self-directed IRA, but you do need to be aware of the downsides, the negatives, the problem areas, and that's what we're doing right now. So let's get back into what we were uh, focused on in the last segment, which is some of the tax advantages most heavily focused on the 1031 exchange because... The IRA has that built into it. It has the ability to, yeah. you know, trade in and out of, of transactions more flexibly than a 1031, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the IRA does win the flexibility battle there. Because 1031s, you have like 60 days, right? Yeah, you have a very limited amount of time after you sell your property to buy the new properties, that sort of thing. There's very strict rules, just like there are strict rules for IRAs, uh, to, be, to be fair. I'm not really coming down on the side of one or the other in this particular instance. But within the context of a self-directed IRA, you don't. You know, 1031s no longer matter. And also depreciation. Depreciation is a tax benefit that allows real estate owners to write off a substantial portion of, of their their income tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why a lot of real estate investors don't pay income taxes. But in the context of using of owning property in a self-directed IRA, well, that too becomes irrelevant because you're already not paying taxes. You're giving out what you're doing by owning real estate in, in a self-directed IRA, regardless of whether it's a good decision or not. It could still be a good decision, but mm-hmm. real estate is a fundamentally highly tax-favored asset class. And by investing in real estate through a self-directed IRA, you are giving up the fact that you can get a lot of those benefits without using an IRA. Got it. So let's, let's get into this a little more. And um, I think you talk about this a little bit in the ebook um, in terms of turnkey rentals, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so here's the thing that I want to ask you about. Um, I always wonder when it, cause you know, we encounter a lot of active investors as well yeah. as um, what, what many people refer to as passive investors, people who, uh, you know, put money in real estate, but usually rely on other people to, yeah. Um, to manage those investments. But especially when we encounter active investors at the local RIAs, um, at our local events, things like that, I'm amazed at how many people talk simultaneously about investing in real estate through their IRA 
and about saving money or putting in, you know, their sweat equity so that, um, you know, so that they can get started on a project. And that seems to me to be incredibly dangerous. And you address that, too. Yeah. Sweat equity is one of those kinds of things that it's a real problem in, in IRAs and 401ks. Again, sweat equity is just the notion of you, you buy a property that maybe needs some work, and instead of hiring the expensive contractors to do it, maybe you do some of it yourself or get it done less expensively somehow, and in so doing, you create what they call sweat equity. Well, that's, that's a great approach. It, it can be a mm-hmm. very, very good thing for, for real estate investors. But in the context of IRAs, the rules change a little bit. With an IRA, you have a different sort of a challenge, and that is that performing work on your own property is, is, is dubious at best in terms of whether it, is, uh, it constitutes something called a prohibited transaction. And, and work can be as simple as, like, replacing a mailbox flag, correct? Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're not talking painting and sawing yeah, and hammering. You don't have to be replacing a roof. It, it can be anything. It could be buying a gallon of paint and painting the front door. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So sweat equity in the context of an IRA is problematic because the IRS says that there are certain parties who are disqualified from interacting with the, the assets of the plan. Mm-hmm. One of those disqualified parties is you as the owner. Now, I said that somewhat inarticulately. Uh, you you can decide when to buy and when to sell and, and make those sort of decisions, hire property managers, fire property managers, sure. et cetera, et cetera. But in terms of doing things that really change the value of the property, we really need to dig into that because that can cause you a real tax nightmare in the form of prohibited transactions. And so that's exactly what we'll dig into coming up. Make sure you visit selfdirected.org slash 539 to hear this entire discussion. We will be right back. Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that. And you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. 